Okay, today is April 5th, and you are listening to Talking Yanks. We are going to recap the two-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees went 2-0. We had a lot of fun stuff. We had a snow day. We had an opening day. We had a DD day. We had a three-home run from the three big guys day. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Okay, to be honest with you guys, we just recorded for 16 minutes, but I didn't plug my mic in, so um, not the best. Also, hi. It was really good, though. We'll, we'll catch you next show. So. Yeah, it was really good. Hopefully, we can recreate it. Um, <laughs> we, we were great. You had, a, you had a lot of fun. <laughs> you, really, you really would have enjoyed the first take of the show if, had, I plugged the, had I turned the mic on. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. And my co-host Jake is coming to you from El Mexico for the second episode in a row. We are both pretty beat up. We were beat up before the first session. We're even more beat up because of my flunder on this second session. But we're going to bring you a good show, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to try and make the same jokes we just made and laugh at them the same way as if it's the first time we heard them. Jake, how's Mexico? Still a bachelor party? It was a bachelor party. Then my girlfriend came down Sunday, and we're doing the all-inclusive resort thing. We went to Isle Isle Mujeres. You've heard of that? No, that I don't. Actually, I don't think you said what it's actually called. Yeah, Isle Mujeres, man. Okay, that was pretty cool today. Uh, but dude, I'm just fried. Like I'm peeling everywhere. I my skin that's not peeling feels like I was just cooked on a griddle. My voice is coming back, but doesn't want to. Like body's just giving up. Um, excited to be back in the states. Watch some Yanks. Watch more Yanks. I've been watching a, a good chunk. And uh, dude, I this hey this you want to hear exclusive stuff? Not in episode one. Really missing my dog. That's tough, man. That's cool. I'm with my dog, my family dog, because I'm back in New Jersey with my family, because my grandpa Ed passed away, and that. So I came back. I just did the wake today on Wednesday, and the funeral is tomorrow on Thursday. As you guys are listening to this. So shout out to my grandpa Ed, aka Grandpa with the white hair. He was a hilarious, awesome dude. Would talk to anyone and make them feel special. He knew the names of the people that worked the toll booths on the Garden State Parkway. Um, and you would be driving in the car with him, and he'd stop at the toll booth and be like, "Hey, Joey, how's the daughter doing?" And have a conversation with that person about their lives. And you were like, "Grandpa." No one does this. What are you doing? Yeah. He just was friendly with everybody. Real funny guy. So shout out Grandpa Ed. Lived a great life. Has a lot of uh, uh, kids and grandchildren living good in his name, including me. I try my best. So shout out Grandpa Ed. So I'm in so New Jersey. Jim, Jim, I, Jimmy's, Jimmy's on two hours sleep in the past two days. Yeah, I took the red eye, and I can't sleep on planes. But when you fly west to east, that's the only, that's the most 
sensible plane ride to take because it doesn't eat up a lot of your day. But I can't sleep on planes, so uh, I'm on like two hours of shitty plane sleep for the last 48 hours. So I'll, I'm dying out here. But I did get, I did was able to schedule my flights around the Yankees games, which is awesome because I now get to say to my girlfriend and my family, "Oh no, I have to work the game." Like it's not watch yeah. the game. I I get to say I have to work the game. That's it's clutch because it changes the whole conversation after that. Like you don't I, have to watch every game. Oh no, I'm working it. Yeah, I got to start spinning that a little bit. But yeah, so just quick reminder to everyone: Jimmy's fried because he's being a nice family man. I'm fried because I'm an idiot. Did not know the first week of the season started early this year, and not a suntan lotion guy. If we're being honest. And you have um, and Zuna's revenge, so you're pooping a lot. Montezuma's revenge, and it's um, you, you know, I we occasionally bounce standoff routines off of each other for like, for eighty percent of the crowd, they'll be like, oh, I know what that is. Like you get sick in Mexico, don't drink the water, blah blah blah. For the twenty percent that's had it or know someone who's had it, it's not a joke. It's not something you joke about. I. For, for about six hours, I, I thought I was planning what I would do if I had sincerely thought I was dying. Oh, nice. What would yeah. you do? What would you do? I was just going go in the hallway and yell, he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have uh, Mexican revenge poops, but the, my last meal before I got on the plane was pizza, and then I flew on the plane did bacon, egg, and cheese. Did like a ton of coffee to stay awake. Nice. My girlfriend Katie brought a bunch of cookies. She ba- baked a bunch of cookies for my grandpa because, or not for my grandpa. He's dead. He can't eat them. <laughs> he actually is like a, just a bunch of pile of ashes now. So as if he could eat her cookies. That's ridiculous. She baked the cookies for my dad as condolences, and they were really good. So I just had about ten of those yeah. over the course of the day, and then we just came back from the wake and ate pizza. So combo all the pizza and the cookies and the coffee into like yeah. Grandpa Ed revenge. I'm just pooping a lot. <laughs> That's uh, well, folks, we finally uh, talked poop and talked talked ashes. We didn't have this conversation the first go around, <laughs> and I think I think that was I think it was a mistake to have it the second time. So let's move on. We don't have too many topics, so we're not going to do the whole swinging bunt gappers big stinky cheese routine that we reminded you of last week there's just not enough uh and only a two-game set there's a small topic and a big topic small topic is jacoby ellsbury is hurt again jake thoughts i told you i'm shocked i'm shocked and alarmed (laughs) Uh, no i i feel half half mad at myself for defending him for the past five months half mad at the greg bird haters for calling Greg Bird injury prone because you're seeing what injury prone is before your eyes. Oblique strain to like food poisoning to now this is being called a hip thing. The old hip thing. Yeah. I get those all the time. I just go for a walk and then, you know, oh, I stepped on a rock. Hip thing. Can't go on the next walk, Katie. When you get older, sometimes it feels like hip things are premeditated. Like it just... You're going to bed Wednesday night, and you're like, "Oh, t- tomorrow's feeling like a hip thing." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like rain starts coming. You're like, mm, "No, hip. something that wasn't mentioned, dude. How much is young Clint Frazier just hating himself that 
all of these injuries are happening and he's he can't get his chance. A couple of us on Twitter are tweeting out that like Clint's just looking at himself in the mirror like work brain. Come yeah. on, brain. Pull yourself together, brain. This is our time. What are you doing? Quit shaking around up in there. And he's, uh, he's seeing Judge in center field after he <laughs> made his plea. And he's like, you have to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, so Ellsbury's out with a hip thing. Ellsbury's out. I might be out with it. might be my new thing. Like, yeah. my, girlfriend, my girlfriend Katie says, uh, hey, the game just ended. Want to go for that walk through the park now? Oh, no. I'm like, well, Gary hit a home run in the fourth, and I got pretty excited, jumped up and down, so I kind of got a hip thing. And I've got a skin pass. thing. I don't know if this is going to freak you out. You should see the piece of skin I just pulled off myself. I thought we just said the poop talk was terrible. Can you, can you see that? That's my skin. What Jake is showing me is absolutely disgusting. Let's move on. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. <laughs> that skin that you just showed me? Boo! <laughs> was that a segue, Jim? That's a segue because the next topic we're going to talk about is John Carlos Stanton getting booed. He went 0 for 5 with five strikeouts in his debut at Yankee Stadium, Jake, and they booed him after the fifth strikeout. And this was something that I was like indifferent about. I was like, okay, right. whatever. But then Twitter comes out and everyone has these, everyone has their own reaction, and everyone's having such a big reaction they force me into like figuring out how i feel and i'm like yeah well okay well now you then now you're forcing me to tell you how i feel and this is it so strap in and i have i've worked myself up into i have a big stance on this what's your stance john carlos Stanton goes over five five strikeouts yankee stadium debut gets booed your thoughts the over five for five k is known in parts of connecticut as the golden storielli which is your last name? Yes, C. I man, I love I love when Twitter forces you forces you into a stance. Here's my thing. Like, I I get it depends how you're booing. If you're there for opening day, it's been raining. You've had a few before the game. You've had a few during. You know, you throw you throw boo out there. Yeah, I wanted to see you do good today, Stanton, and you did very bad. You did all-timey bad. So, yeah, I, if if you're someone that thinks you're booing, like you've had arguments with people on Twitter who think the team would be better without him and they're, they're booing that we got this guy, then, yeah, hate that because that's stupid. But if you're booing him for having that bad of a day, well, welcome to the city, kid. Yeah, so my biggest problem is – there's all these people on Twitter that are like, I can't uh, believe that they would boo him. Those fans are idiots. They're assholes. They're douchebags. They're entitled. They're classic, classless. They're everything that's wrong with being Yankee fans. He, he, it's his welcoming party. You should treat him with nice. We were up by six runs. We were winning the game. Why would he want to play here if we're going to boo him just for one bad game? He hit two home runs in the home opener. This is He's an all-time talent. There's just one bad game, and we're going to boo him? You guys sound like such whiny little crybabies to me. And in most aspects of life, I'm like usually take the whiny crybaby side. I just can't do it here. So I feel a little weird being on the other side of the fence. I just can't do it. 
Dude went 0 for 5 with five strikeouts. I don't think people know how rare that is. Only 33 players in the history of Major League Baseball, which is an old-ass sport, have struck out five times in one game before. He just added himself to that list, the 34th person. 0 for 5 with five strikeouts is almost as rare as a perfect game. It's much more rare than a no-hitter or hitting for the cycle, and we applaud the shit out of those boring things. And boo, man. 0 for 5, 5Ks at the end of the day, boo. And it's 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 that's all it is. Hey, boo, you just went 0 for 5 and you struck out all five times. I don't care what the score is. Uh, it's, there's nothing to do with any of that. I don't care who you are. You could be Ronald Torres. You could be Babe Ruth. Boo, that was very bad what you just did, sir. Boo. It means, yeah. An argument that I, that, didn't come up <laughs> episode one of this episode. It's also, they're pro athletes, man. This, like, this turns into, like, almost, like, amateur athletes versus pro life. Like, if your football team gets blown out, boo the hell out of them. They did terrible. They're pros. If a college team, it, like, if Alabama's playing Central Connecticut State University, you don't boo CCSU for getting blown out. Like they're, they were out of their league. They're, they're, you know, D one double a kids getting their S S pushed in, but yeah. like, Hey, you came to see Giancarlo Stanton on opening day. You know, you heard about him all off season. What's, what's the other, the famous Yankee line. You never know the one day the kid might be in the stands to see you. Well, he just, he just, he just saw you have one of the worst days ever, babe. Joe DiMaggio said it's always one kid's first yeah. time seeing you and someone's last time seeing you play. But, like, yeah, everyone knows Giancarlo Stanton did bet. He knows it. He's probably booing himself. He said he deserved the boos. And, like, you can boo someone, and it's not out of hatred. It's yeah. just, hey, boo, what you just did was gross. Yuck. Stunk so bad I had to hawk loogies out my nostrils because – your five strikeouts smelled like Jake's Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> Boo. And the beauty of it was that Giancarlo got to send it right back with his bat flip today. Yeah. And he, he sent it right back at the fans of the stadium and said, you know what? Boo that shit. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I That's like, a- I don't like to curse, but boo <laughs> that shit. I like that too. That's great that he did that because his bat flip was a little message to the same. Like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah, good, John Carlo. That's what we want. It's like if you do good, you get cheered. If you do bad, you get booed. Say la vie. Yeah. You got it. People are acting like those boos were this grand insult of his entire being. Like, Jesus, how sensitive are you guys? He went 0 for 5 and he struck out all five times. Boo. And. The only I, the only thing that I think you need to go to is the GW Jeter story. Yes. So I have two more points on booing because I was at the airport and I wrote down a lot of takes on this because I just wanted to make myself clear. The other one was there was a there was a guy that was noted that he said uh, go back to Miami, 
That guy's an asshole. I'm not defending that guy. Right. Anyone that was booing like, boo, you fucking suck, you cocksucker. I'm so mad you're a Yankee. <laughs> I'm not defending that guy. But most of those boos were people that just sat through the rain. They were like, at a great game. They were being super vocal for the cheering. Like the the stadium was rocking for opening day. I wanted to compliment anyone that yeah. is listening that was at the game. Good job. You guys were loud as fuck for the good stuff. And then something really bad got put in front of your face. So you booed that. Have reactions. Live. I, I'd rather, and I think all pro athletes would rather fans have reactions and be demanding and, um, hold you accountable for your day, your performance every day, then be indifferent. Like if he just played in front and, and he struck out and everyone just was silent. Eh, I don't care. That's why Giancarlo wanted out of Miami. Yeah. They were too indifferent. I mean, but that's a serious thing. Everyone's like, Geez, why would he want to play here if he's just going to get booed? Jeter loved that shit, man. And like Michael Jordan loved that shit. They want, they like that they get held accountable. Jeter has said time and time again, Yankee Yankee fans hold you accountable, not for what you do in the season, not for what you do in that career, for what you do that day they bought tickets to come see you play. That's just life. Who cares? You can boo and not be bad. The other thing Jake said I should bring up is after 9-11, worst terrorist attack in New York City, Yankees make the World Series. The whole nation is galvanized around the Yankees, rooting for them. Uh, they were America's team. And the whole nation was just galvanized in general because we were America. We were strong. President Bush is throwing out the first pitch. Everyone's having a great time. It's the World Series. It's America. They cannot beat us. And there's the great story that he's warming up underneath in the batting practice area. And Derek Jeter goes to the president of the United States and he says, don't bounce it. They'll boo you. We love that story. People are endeared to that story because it's awesome and it's true. Don't bounce it. They'll boo you. This is New York. And those boos didn't mean like, go fuck yourself, George Bush. I wish you would die. They just meant, yo, you just bounce that pitch. Boo. That's, that's every person in the stands going, hey, if I get my opening day pitch or whatever it is, I'm going to chuck it over the plate. We expect yeah. more out of you. Yeah. Boos are also hilarious. We used to boo one right. of our college roommates every time he came into the room. Now, that was rude of us, rude. I will say. That was bad booing because they did it to me one time. And, man, if you're in college or high school and you have one friend that you think kind of like you're um, in Parks and Rec, the Jerry of the group. Boo him every time he walks into a room because it's hilarious for you, but it's so shitty for them. So be careful with it. But at the same time, so say if so, you hated when you got preemptively booed. If you had like thrown up all over us the night before and then you walked in and we booed you, you'd go like, OK, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sorry about it. Yeah. And that's like they didn't boo Giancarlo Stanton before his at bats. They booed him after his at bats. If they booed him before, that would have been fucked up. But they booed him after because the result was bad. Yeah. So boo. We, so that's that's the end of boo take. Booze, and, um, booze, poop, and death. That's that's what we got. And we we haven't mentioned the historic day of, yeah. of one guy yet. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen like my mentions on boo take and like all these people crying about it. Like they like they like the fans sincerely hurt Giancarlo Stanton's feelings. What the fuck are you talking about? Grow up. It's a little booing. Bowen.
Oh, booing. Ghost shit. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to awards. Or we'll get into the games with our awards. Um, the awards are brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. They got jerseys, yo. No names on the back. Yankees jerseys. They got homes. They got aways. They got males. They got females. They got all the jerseys you want. They got Thurman Munson. They got uh, Doc Gooden. They got Andy Pettit. They got Vernon Wells. They got Chase Headley. They got Tyler Wade. They got Kevin Euclid, Brett Gardner, Don Mattingly, Derek Jeter, Posada, Bernie, Mantle, Roger Maris. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> You've, you've been running for too long. Go, affordablejerseys.com. They don't have the names on the back. Really nice jerseys. I've been wearing mine all around Mexico. I'll, I'm going to keep going. I think the one thing I've missed, um, and I'll, I'll bring this into our award section for today, which, again, will be slightly unorthodox. We, A, shout out to the stats crew because they were bringing out a bunch of stats about the five strikeout game. And I think, I think Andy Phillips was the name they brought up as the last Yankee to have over five, five K's shout out, shout out to Andy fan of the show. First baseman, number 12, nice uh, country boy. I think his mom got really sick and he left baseball to take care of her. There you go. More, uh, <laughs> more, more sad points on talking Yanks, but let's, let's go to the pride of the Yankees. And there's a, a Dutch gentleman who speaks five languages who had one of the most one of the most historic opening days in baseball history. I know that's not great English, but No, Giancarlo's 5Ks were more historic. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, there's some debate there, but uh Sir Didi Gregorius had an 8 RBI day, uh 2-3 run homers which um you've mentioned before that he he has a tendency for now in the stadium which is <laughs> You broke up, but he has a tendency to hit through on home runs at Yankee Stadium. He really, he really likes doing it. That's what you were saying. Bing. <laughs> and he, uh, eight, eight RBIs. He, you know, I. So Yankees Twitter is funny because they've they've been running with the, you know, you hear you see so many DDs a top ten shortstop don't at me. It's up to DD. I think the most now is DD's a top five don't at me. And now people are starting to sneak higher than that. Didi's really good. Didi's really good. And he's, it's going to be interesting where he does actually land on that ranking chart for me. I know that's, that's not something as exciting for you. You just want a good Yankees team, good baseball and to win, win it all. But it's going to be interesting. He really is throwing his name around now. And he's, I, I think with his ADRBI day, the, the freaky stat I saw was that the Yankees are, or this was from Mark Simon, my boy, that the Yankees are the only team in Major League history to have every position on the baseball field have an ADRBI day. I, I love that stat. That's crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, he, uh, what, what do you have to say about Dini? Because he, he is the pride of the Yankees in a, in a two-game <laughs> two recap. So we're, he's both of our pride of the Yankees. And I just want to make sure that people know to go to affordablejerseys.com to get their jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> you never let me finish my great ad read. Yeah. Um, 
Dude, my favorite thing about that game was the shrug, the Jordan flu game shrug. And right. as far as we know, Didi didn't even have the flu. He did that with a clean bill of health, right. which is more impressive than than Jordan, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure how it works out, but yeah, because uh, the the last the the home runs were great, and the last one was like a like a, a, a true blue pit. That dropped in, but leads to two runs because there was a met on base, and he just turns to the dugout, does the big old shrug. Love to see that. In uh, round one of this episode, we talked about how his tweet, where he didn't mention himself at all, right. actually we didn't like. We were like, "Come on, Didi, grow up. Just like say, and I did okay." And know what you do. Know what you do there is you give the love to the other guys that get the love, and then you end the tweet with some like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Dad did pretty good today too. No, you know what I think you do? I think you just the, the whole tweet is Didi did the dang thing, all D's, uh, all caps. Didi did the dang dang, and then tongue out emoji with wink face. He does it like riff raff style, where he only capitalizes the D's, or he, or he. The Maybe D's are all lowercase. lowercase. Yeah, the yeah. D's are all lowercase. Everything else is capital. Didi did the dang dang. That should be if he's like the clear MVP, like he just drops that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. He um, won't do that. I did like he got the curtain call. And after in his post game uh, interview with Meredith, he did say that he liked that. He did say that, yeah, that was actually my first time. That actually meant a lot. I really enjoyed that. And I wanted to tweet out that, like, it was nice to see Didi sincerely say that meant a lot, the curtain call. But I thought it was like obvious, like, of course that means a lot. But I didn't think he was going to even acknowledge it. I thought he would just say, um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, my team pushed me out. I don't know. But I think, Didi- I, think, I think they worded it well to get him in there because at first they started it with like, is this something you're going to remember more than others or something? And it's like, yeah. Like, no, you're you remember you remember that two for five day I had against the Orioles? That's just up there memory wise. Like, no. Dude, I had one really good hit freshman year of baseball, bases clearing triple, and sure. I can't remember it for shit. All I remember is like being in the box and then being at third base and Coach Schelling putting my head in his chest and like nugging me as a celebration. But I don't remember making contact. I don't remember rounding the bases. And it's the only positive thing I did all freshman year. You remember the day. Yes, but I don't remember, like, the good gritty. So you can't choose what you remember. All right. You know I can't talk about memory. Jake's got a really bad memory. All right. Didi's obviously our pride of the pinstripes. That performance was awesome, and it really helped us out. Do you want to go with your Yankee motherfucker first? Do you have one? Do you want me to go? You go Yankee MFR. Because I have two, okay. um, which is really three, because one of them's a combo job. Okay. What, what do you want? You want my solo MF or my combo job? Your solo MF or your combo? So you've got three MFers after two winning games. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Yes, I do. All right, let's hear it. Who do you want? Your, give me the dual one. All right, the, du- the combo m- motherfucker for the two-game set against the Rays is um, Aaron Boone and Holder. What's his name? Jonathan Holder, Jonathan first name. Yeah. A- a- and we're up 4-1 to one in the home opener. Gumby pitched good. He took him out really early. Like, 
I know it's first week of the season, so I, I still I'm not going to be worried about it. But it was 80 pitches after five. Yeah. Which makes me think that the, the preset was just five and fly. Like, it doesn't matter his pitch count, five, and he's out. Because that's crazy low. And Gumby looked pretty good. And he got out of some jams, so go fuck yourself, Jake, for saying okay. that that was just luck. But anyway, this is about Aaron Boone and uh, Holder. One, I tweeted this out, and I thought it was a pretty good summary. Three-run game. The entire pen is fresh. You bring in Canely, Robertson, Warren, Chad Green, four guys, all fresh. You bring in any of those four, and they blow it, that's on them. They didn't do their job. You bring in Holder, and he blows it, that's on you, because Holder hasn't ever done that job. Yeah. And Boone brought in Holder. So this motherfucker award combo goes like 70-30 and 70 of it's on Boone, because why do you keep bringing him in, dude? Stop. It's, he's older. He's supposed to be the back-end slop guy who pitches in losing or blowout efforts. Why are you bringing him in in three-run games? And then 30% of the motherfucker goes to Holder because prove yourself, man. You're getting put in this big, <laughs> tough spot for some reason. Boone's got all this trust in you. Use it on the field. Hey, Bobby, water sucks. Gatorade's better. Use it on the field. Hey, Holder. For some reason, Aaron Boone has a lot of confidence in you. Use it on the mound. And he just doesn't. It just kind of sucks. So, uh, and then I, I have to also stamp this on here, Jake. Keep rolling. I have to stamp this on here, Jake, because people don't understand. Like, I'm so glad you're finally coming around on that Boone is a trash manager. No. My opinion that the decision to bring in Holder does not equate to him being a trash manager as a whole decision garbage him as a manager still very much open to question i I don't lean good or bad yet but that why is he bringing him in in three-run games you have another mother fluffer yeah i got a quick one jesus man you ready for my do you want to do my other do you want to say anything on holder why is he bringing him in in three-run games well so it's still earlier in the early in the year our guys out of the bullpen haven't been studly so far. So it's a little bit, why not give him a chance for an inning? You know, if that, if, if Jonathan Holder could start giving you that inning, that'd be huge, but he didn't. Okay. You're going to have to wait a little while to get your opportunity. And it shows, shows how much trust the team has in Jordan Montgomery right now. The first start of the year. You basically gave four MFers. You're giving three to Yankee guys and you gave one to me. For Jordan Montgomery. So just keep rolling. Yeah, because he got out of some jams, and you said that was luck, not a skill set. Yeah, and he also got pulled in the fifth inning. So Not because he was doing bad, just because they're pulling everyone in the fifth inning. Well, so now you're on those guys' side. No, I'm not on it. I'm that's just a, that's just a matter of fact. Yeah. They're yeah. pulling they're pulling okay. everyone or they're pulling everyone early in their first start. That's not me being on a side, that's a matter of fact. Well, my other my other start. motherfucker yeah. my other motherfucker of the week this is a quick one goes to uh, a man with a ginormous head named Michael K. Oh wow. Compliment my man Gary Sanchez one time you jerkhead. 3 times David Cohn complimented Gary Sanchez on his blocking ability and all three times Michael Case stayed silent until the next pitch was thrown and one time it was 45 seconds of silence nothing 
Yeah, Coney, he does look good. Yeah, the off-season workouts really are paying off. Yeah, I'd like to see this stay because so far he looks better. Something, my dude. It's so obvious, and I tweeted it out all last year. Michael K. refuses to acknowledge compliments to Gary Sanchez. I think Michael K. is very, very good at doing play-by-play. His The way his disdain for Gary Sanchez leaks into his broadcasting is bizarre, weird, odd, and I hate it. Compliment Gary, Michael. Just do it. Wow. Who's your motherfucker for the week? I was I was going to leave some Michael K. silence there, but I couldn't even do it. I let out a wow. <laughs> See? It's hard. It's hard to not respond completely, and he does it all the time. Well, now, just because I'm mad at you, I'm going to make my Yankee MF for Gary Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, coming off a home run. Yeah, he hit that Yabo today. From the DH spot, there's some Michael K. No, man, I'm I'm smitten with the two wins. We had, if you want to give it to someone, it should be Jonathan Holder. He had he had a terrible thing there. Hey, Austin Romine has more hits in in six at bats than Gary does so far. So I I'm I'm clearly not saying bench Gary or anything like that, but you know, keep 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 today coming, Gary. Yeah, the hard hit indicator was there because. Um... He was he's roped a lot of balls and they just you know hit hit it hard at them, which are still out, so it's still not great. Yeah. But it's better than looking lost. He hasn't looked lost at the plate, in my opinion. No, no, it's it's coming. I would say the one thing, and I mean his ball got out today, but it does look like sometimes he overextends on the slider still. I mean, that's stupid for me to say that's major league sliders, but Hey, he got one out today. I, I really don't have an MF or cause you had like five today. Yeah, dude, I'm coming. I'm pent up. I have, I've had two hours on two hours sleep. Okay. Now let's, since you're going motherfucker, Gary, let's go into our two extra awards. We get, I have two ready. Jake probably has two, maybe half of one ready and he's going to make him up on the spot, but I'm going to go first and here's my award and it goes and it's the award that goes by, this is the my man award. Okay. Okay. My man goes to Gary Sanchez. You motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's been blocking balls left and right. Yeah. One pass ball. He looks looks really good behind the dish. He hit uh, a home run today that I called. I have myself on video. I put it on Instagram. I knew it was coming, so I filmed myself saying, hey, he's about to hit a home run, and then he did hit the home run. He's cute as a button, and I love him. Get hot, Gary. Stay hot. Keep blocking those balls. What was the name of that award? My Man. My Man Award? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the second ever winner of the My Man Award <laughs> to Ronald Torres. Okay? I, I cracked a joke on Twitter today, called him the big four because the big three had home runs in the second game and the big four, including Torres, had RBIs. But man, you know, he, come, he gets his first, his first start in the sixth game of the season with, while well, meanwhile, Billy McKinney had four at-bats Anduhar had four at bats. Um, you know, Tyler Austin's playing regularly, et cetera, et cetera. Ronald Torres, oh, six game in. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the start. I'll go one for three. I'll I'll get my RBI. 
and we'll, we'll call it a ball game. So he made a nice, a, he made a nice diving, running, sliding type catch in the first to help Monty escape a jam too. He's a my man, my man. Okay, well, good. My next award, and this is the award for. It is a coveted award, Ben. I mean, people have. Oh, People yeah. have been begging to win this one, and it's uh, crushing the little things award. Mm. Yeah, been crushing the little things. Dallas Batances. No, <laughs> I mean he crushes probably some ants. I can see Dallas like playing with, like he could let an ant crawl on his like fingertips and then just squish it in the dugout. I can see him being into that. You think he's like the? That's like a power play in the dugout. Like, like I can like, take I can take the life from this at any time. Yeah, yeah, he's like, "Yo, watch me squish the life out of this ant." And they're like, "Hey, maybe work on your control." I think he's the random silly guy in the bullpen that like you just you don't know sometimes and then like one day he's like he's like, "Have you guys seen that anthill?" And they're like, "What, dude? You got <laughs> yeah. an anthill over there?" I've been taking these ants and I've just been migrating them <laughs> to this one anthill. Ooh, maybe work on your coordination, you gangly fuck. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it does the little things well. <laughs> no, okay. So, so crushing the little things. This goes to Gardner. Who else, dude? The pulse yeah. of the team. He had uh he forced an error with a bunt in his speed. He beat out a infield single by diving headfirst to the bag and beating them there. He made an outfield assist. That's not even that little of a thing. That was like a really nice play to cut down a run at home. On Judge's bloop single, he te- he went from second to third on a really good read of a ball because it looked like it was might get ca- caught for a little bit. He's still grinding out at bats, still plays a solid defense. So uh, I think I think people have been saying this on Twitter. It's not an original idea or concept or thought by me, but uh, eleven years in, and it's it's seeming like Brett Gardner's having his coming out party. Like I do help the team. <laughs> it's like same like yeah. like last year turned that dial from a one to a five, and this year the people are are really amping it up. Like, no, yeah, he does help the team. You just wouldn't know it. So that goes that award goes to my man. No, 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 my man went Ooh. to Gary Sanchez. This award crushing the little things goes to <laughs> Brett Gardner. <laughs> I really did like the way you said it that second time. <laughs> I'll uh I mean you mentioned vaunted awards. I uh, did you mention that? <laughs> haunted uh, awards? Who would want to win a haunt yeah like a haunted. Yeah, haunted awards. Who would no, want to win a saying, haunted award? <laughs> saying different things. We're both losing it. <laughs> you're I'm using the soft H. I'm I'm not okay. <laughs> Now I'm off the rails. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> Dude, some words haunted. You're about to give a boo award. You know what I'm saying it with a V yet? Man, that was the first that was the first giggle spell in a while. I uh actually that was just laughter. How about that? Yeah. Suck on that, giggle yeah. haters. Yeah, giggle haters. This award I... goes to <laughs> This goes. This award goes to the guy that makes me giggle, <laughs> and it's Neil Walker, dude. I you gave so him I, reward three days ago. I love him. He he cracks me up, dude. Because I almost 
every time I like just I forget about him. Like I see I see the craziness with Judge and Center, or I see Brandon Drury looking like a great player. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's frozen. Eric. Okay. He's back. He's frozen. So the guy guy who makes me giggle award, Neil Walker, every time I forget about him, he's Romine has a day. Guardy does something silly. Judge is in center. Torres shows up. Brandon Drury looks just like the perfect third baseman. Neil Walker, that catch on opening day when he was at first first base after the DD home run, where like, you know, the momentum, the stadium was like rocking. The Yanks, it went from a close game to the Yanks had it. Neil Walker's on the first baseline chasing a foul ball in the rain. And like in my head, I'm like, wait, who's that? And then I'm like, Oh, that's MLB pro Neil Walker, who's become a total afterthought, who's currently has a 350 OBP, chasing foul balls down the first baseline at Yankee Stadium, making the Olay catch. And I don't know, man. I, I'm in on Disco Neil Walker. I'll give him an award every week. You think I won't? I don't think you will. I think you'll forget about that. I'll, I'd forget. I'd yeah. forget. I have another award, the, the the which isn't allowed, but I'm doing it. It's fine. And it's actually goes <laughs> actually oh, it's like a four way tie between four players are winning this award this week. And it's just the uh shout out the role players award. So more of this is an award, I just want to shout out Wade, Austin, Romine, and Toe. Guys who are rotating in and out of the lineup. Wade had a good game. He had another two out RBI. He had a walk. Yeah. And he put one over the fence that got robbed because the home field fans were being numbskulls and forgot to, like, hey, that ball's a home run, so just don't let the other guy catch it. You can yeah. do that. Tyler Austin had a walk and a steal, Jake. I didn't know those were in his rep- repertoire. Oh, yeah. That's all he has. <laughs> he leads the team in stolen bases. So, Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my end-of-season awards for him, though. Fun fact of the day, four, five games into the Yankees season, they had three players with multi-home run games. Giancarlo Stanton, you definitely would have guessed him as one of them. Didi Gregorius, you might have guessed him as one of them. And Tyler Austin, you definitely wouldn't have guessed him as one of those. So good job, those players. I think that about wraps it up, Jake. We covered Boogate. We covered Hip Thing covered dd you know who we didn't cover severino just went out there and dealt today dude he's i when i talked about him in preseason i talked very timidly just because i i was nervous You're a timid little bitch i'm a timid little bitch i was nervous <laughs> he could not be that good and man he is he absolutely is i my biggest fear with severino is that I start taking him for granted. So I, I now actively, like during his games, he was pitching too fast on a Wednesday. Uh, like he was just getting one, two, three innings with ground ball outs. And it was too, I wasn't like able to like register it and take it right. in. So I was actively having to say like, hey, hey, Jimmy, why don't you watch this guy? Why don't you pay him some mind? Why he just, ca- he just casually, casually chews through innings and you almost don't even notice. It's kind of wild. 
He's throwing his slider two different ways now on purpose. Like he's got his tight slider and then he's slowing it down for a slower break every now and then. Yeah. So basically adding another pitch to his repertoire. And that's cool. Are we going to mention the upcoming Orioles series? Are we doing that? Have we decided? <laughs> I'd like to do that. I just can't do it right now because obviously, like you, like, you know, I had a wild week, so I wasn't able to put yeah. in, I wasn't able to put in the facts and the numbers, but we're playing the Orioles. So here's yeah. some facts and numbers. Orioles, <laughs> Orioles pitching fucking sucks. Yeah. Yankees hitting very good versus the Orioles. I'll tweet out some real stats and stuff. Maybe I still have like two more days of wildness. But also, shout out, Jake, our boy, Snell, getting listed third time in the last two years. If you don't know what that means, when a pitcher, an opposing pitcher comes out of the game before the fifth inning ends, meaning he is not in line to get the win, I put him on a big old list. And I we had a lot of pitchers on the list last year. So far, we have two this year. Jake has a pers- Jake and I have a personal history with Snell. He was on the list twice last year. He's on the list this year. Everyone that tweets me, put him on the list. I, like, love you to death. My brother-in-law was sitting next to me today when it happened, and I was just like, yo, 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 watch my phone. Watch my phone. It's the, it's the thing that makes me happiest in the world right now when those put him on the list tweets start rolling in. Put him on the list. All right, that about does it for our show. Would you say the second run that we actually recorded or the first run that we didn't record, which episode do you think was better? Keep in mind, the audience only heard the second. Man, first one we crushed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, second one we came off the wheels, but I, th- I think the people like that. So uh, go Yanks. Do you think my voice sounds different today? Like a little bit. It's just it's like slightly morose, slightly like you're running out of steam. I'm on an island, so I have an island breeze going, you know, through me. And there's a lot of salt in that breeze. Gets into my throat. And then the salt, you know, fisherman's mouth. Everyone knows about it. Yeah, dude. Have you heard me the past couple days? Yeah. Mexican. Yeah. Back in the States tomorrow. I got a little I got a little nephew. His name's Ike. He's cool. What show is this? Okay. <laughs> and we got T- Tanaka Kashner on the Hill tomorrow, 635. Jimmy's going to tweet out some real stats. I'll make silly comments on them. At John Boy, at ESPN Jake. Runyon 5K, do you have to mention that? Affordable jerseys, have we mentioned that? <laughs> yeah, affordablejerseys.com, go there. Runyon 5K, it's a marathon walk run at Yankee Stadium. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there in the next two games. Go to that. TalkingYanks.com, go there, click merch, buy some shit, support the show. Thank you for listening. Sorry if we were a bit too overboard for you. That's a little, since we're both in nautical places, I thought I'd use a nautical term. Getting straight nautical with it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the Yankees versus Orioles series. Uh, I think we will. And if not, you can put that on me. Also, I helped get the win today, Jake. Because I tweeted out, I'm in New Jersey for the first time this season, so if they win, that's on me. If they lose, that's on me too. They won. I saw... um... Yeah, man, I'm fried. Our starting pitching's been great. I I keep updating it, but we're 33 innings, six earned runs, a 1-6-4 ERA. Yep. It's an Tuesday. Thanks for listening. 
We will, uh, after the Orioles series, we'll talk to you again, you know, and then again and again and again. If you have yeah, friends yeah. that like the Yanks and aren't listening to the show and you think they'd enjoy listening to the show, Hello. say, hey, friend, I got the show. I think you'd enjoy listening to it. It's called Talking Yanks. Love you guys. Bye. Tell them, Grandma.